Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. All right, so raise your hand if you've never compared yourself to someone else. I mean, be honest about it now. It doesn't matter if it was something as simple as saying, you wish you had a blank like blank. Whether the comparison was something small or large, we've all compared ourselves to someone else at some point. So I want to ask the question, why do you think we do that? Comparisons have never proven profitable for the one making the comparisons. Why is that? Quite frankly, because you will always be left wanting. And the reason why you will always be left wanting is that we were not created to be the same, do the same things, or live out, or walk out rather, the same life. Each of us has a different story specifically created for us to walk out our respective purpose. Because your purpose and reason for being will never be the same as someone else's. To want what they have is essentially futile. Scripture says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, the New International Version, each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load. Amen. When we compare ourselves to other people, it frustrates our focus or rather tends to distract from our focus on ourselves. Rather than look to others for an example of how you should live, what you should have, where you should even be in life for that matter, we should focus instead on seeking out God's plan for ourselves and then asking him to help us where we may struggle with this to identify our own respective talents and gifts that he has given us. God has blessed each one of us with our own set of unique qualities, talents, and gifts that make us distinctively who we are. And more importantly, that serve to help us walk out, live out, breathe, and do, and exemplify the purpose for which he created us. Because we inherently carry the recipe for success for what God created us specifically to do, we should never look to compare ourselves to someone else because their recipe, their inherent design, is going to look different from us if for no other reason than the sole singular reason that each one of us has a uniquely different and assigned purpose. If by analogy, you know, you just think about for a moment, just the whole concept of the body of Christ itself. Each member in the body of Christ has a very distinctive purpose and assignment for specifically them 
that serves to contribute to the overall function of the body as a whole. It is important for us to understand what our individual role and contribution is to the body of Christ in order to help ensure that the body of Christ moves and does what it is that God wants it to do. If, for example, and I'm just using this by analogy, your role as a member of the body of Christ entails that you are assigned to be the pinky finger, then as the pinky finger Everything that God put into you has equipped you to do that job well, to be the best pinky finger that you can be for the body of Christ. So why would you want as a pinky finger who has been equipped to do the absolute best thing that you can do as a pinky finger to be the absolute best pinky finger that you can possibly be? Why then would you try to be an eye? You weren't designed to be an eye. You don't carry the gifts that the eye carries because the eye's gifts in order to do what God wants the eye to do is going to require a unique set of talents and gifts specifically designed to carry out the purpose and function of the eye. And so if you think about it like that, it is so important that when we are maneuvering and going through life as members of the body of Christ, as believers, that we seek to have a firm understanding of who we are and who God has called us to be and not look instead to define who we are through comparisons with other people. If we shift our focus instead to ourselves rather than to what's going on around us in the lives of other people, that enables us now to hone in more specifically on how it is that we can be the best that God has designed us to be, on how it is that we can tap into the natural gifts and talents that he's given us and make the most of those things. When your focus is distorted by what you see someone else doing or what you see someone else has, it causes you to then begin to desire potentially something that was never intended for you to possess. And when you start to desire something that was never intended for you to possess, it takes you further away from your having an understanding of specifically the things that God specifically created and designed for you to, in fact, possess. And so not comparing yourself to other people not only prevents you from being distracted by the things going around, going on around you rather, but it also helps you to get clarity and understanding of how to truly walk out your life's purpose and every single blessing that has already been assigned and connected to that purpose. When we compare ourselves to other people, not only does it serve to take our focus off of ourselves and the design and plan that God has uniquely created and specifically created for us, but it also causes us to overlook possibly and discount the blessings that he has imparted to us. If we are always focusing on what someone else has, then we are never focusing on our own possessions, on the things that God has provided to us. It's almost as though, again, just to give you an analogy to think about or, or a tangible example, you live next door to someone 
who always has an impeccably maintained lawn, right? They do everything they can to keep their grass green, their hedges cut. They invest the time and the money to plant flowers, to keep everything pruned and sheared properly. And as a result of their efforts, they have a perfectly manicured and beautiful lawn. And so you stand in your yard constantly comparing your lawn to this perfectly manicured lawn that is next door to you. The problem with that is, as you are standing in your yard, you are not thanking God for the blessing of having the yard to stand in. And while your grass may not be as green as your next door neighbors, you are not thanking God for the fact that you have grass or how about hedges or maybe even trees because rest assured, there is someone else standing in a yard who wished that they had grass. Their yard may be nothing but dirt or gravel. And so I say that to say that if we are always pursuing after or desiring what we do not have, what we do not possess, what we see that someone else has, we never take the time to thank God for what he has actually already placed into our hands. And the example that I gave was just that. Rather than thank God for your house and your yard that has grass, shrubs, and trees, you're focusing on how your yard doesn't look like someone else's. And so you're discounting the blessing of having a yard and then having a yard that has those things in them. And even more so, even sticking with that same example, do you recall what I said at the outset about the effort and energy that the neighbor put into maintaining the yard in the capacity in which it was? A lot of times when we are comparing ourselves to other people, not only do we discount the blessings that God has already put tangibly into our hands, we also dismiss and overlook and most often don't see the effort that may be going on behind what you're viewing that someone else has, someone else does, or how someone else lives. And to that end, what I mean is, you don't know someone else's story. You don't know their sacrifices. You don't know their commitments. You don't know what their walk was like. You don't know what their experiences was like. You don't even know what they may have had to endure in order to have what it is that you are now desiring that you too want. And so unless and until you are prepared to understand what their story was, what may have had to have been sacrificed in order to possess that, you are not equipped to desire to possess what they have. To say it differently, most people oftentimes want the end result. You see someone with a beautiful green yard. You want the yard. You don't want the effort or the expense or the time and commitment that may have been required to get that yard. And that is true in a lot of different ways. We very often find ourselves when we are comparing ourselves to other people, desiring the end result, desiring what we tangibly physically see the person in possession of, you know, how they may carry themselves, how they may look, whatever the case is, whatever it is that they have that you are comparing yourself to that you feel like you need or you feel like you should want. Most oftentimes, what we do not see is what was put into getting or obtaining that thing. And so again, unless you are likewise prepared 
to walk it out in the way that they may have had to walk it out to come into possession of it, you are not equipped to desire it. And most often, if you think about how God maneuvers when he blesses and when he imparts, there is always a period of preparation associated with what it is that he allows you to come into possession of. And so a lot of people dismiss the preparation period for the possession because all they see is the possession and that is what they want, not understanding that God may have required that person in order to possess what you see to experience a myriad of different things, to go through a lot of things in order to become prepared for that possession. Just because you see it on someone else doesn't mean that you are equipped and prepared to handle the same thing, which is all the more reason why I go back to the initial point that I made. As believers, our focus should more so be fixated on understanding what God desires to put into our hands and allowing him to prepare and equip us to possess it. What does God want us to do with ourselves? What is God calling us to in terms of purpose? What things has God already put on the inside of me that he is now wanting me to produce from, that he is now wanting a return on? That should be our focus because in that lies the fullness of the blessings that have been specifically designed for you to hold. Not someone else's blessings, not someone else's walk, but the walk that was specifically designed for you because God knew that you could handle it. He knew that you could go through it. And he knew that when you did that, you would be prepared to possess whatever it is that he was preparing you to possess. And so to sum it up, The distractor call comparison is a tricky thing because not only if we're not careful, can comparisons make you feel like you are deficient or that you lack. If we are not careful, comparisons can also make you not thankful. And it is so important to a believer that they remain thankful to God and acknowledge him for his blessings and impartations and gifts. And when we lose sight of that through comparing ourselves to what others have and what they possess, we are actually doing a disservice not only to ourselves, but to God. And to live in a state where you are continually seeking out what other people have and you are never satisfied with what you have, you can never acknowledge the blessing because the blessing is always supplanted by a comparison or a want of what someone else has, you will live in a state of continual discontentment, not only with your life, but also with yourself. And of course, if we are going to realize the fullness of who God has called us to be, that cannot coexist with living in a state of discontentment with yourself. So as I close this conversation on comparison, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. Former President Theodore Roosevelt once said, comparison is the thief of joy. And if you think about that in its truest sense, that is exactly what it is because it negates your ability to appreciate the blessings that have been imparted to you. And so I challenge you, believers, to remember that in your effort 
and desire to look to compare yourself to other people, remember that a comparison is nothing more than a distractor from you gaining insight into who you are, who God has called you to be. And even more importantly, it distracts from your acknowledging the things that God has already put into your hands through the blessings that he has already bestowed upon you. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.